Poverty Light. And I'm Rick Rupenthal. Welcome to An Honest Look. Where we look at transformation from the inside out. Unplugged. Unscripted. And in the moment. We are live. <laughs> hello, everyone. Hello, hello, hello. Good, good afternoon. Welcome. Good evening. Good morning, wherever you might be. But um, yeah, good to see you again. Um, um, you, you, you sounded like you just came from a marathon. <laughs> you <were just> like, <laughs> Come on, I look so calm now. Don't give it away. Oh, like that. 100%. 100%. Like, like the transformation is just incredible. <laughs> That's the power of breath work. You just take one deep breath, hold it for 10 seconds, let it out, and you're calm. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, remarkable. Yeah. Remarkable. I had, I had a gang of children that sounded a like a hundred children. It was just three, but they, they were very active only a short few minutes ago. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I'm finally getting to breathe. It's the end of the school year. There's no more yes. after school and yeah. we are juggling moms and dads are juggling yes yes trying to get everything all re-coordinated and family vacations and who can grab my children now for an hour take yeah. them do what you want with them <laughs> just get them out yeah you just don't do any harm that's all you know yeah bring them back alive well we were just talking a bit about the, you know like stuff stuff was always happening right stuff is always happening it does you know, you just can't stop it. Like, like just before I got on here, um, you know, my kitchen, my kitchen tap decided to fall apart. It's, it just broke, just broke. <laughs> it's like, okay, <laughs> let's turn the water off. <laughs> I'll just leave it in that room. <laughs> That's no, the beauty of a, of, of a screen. You can only see so far. You can only see far. You you have no idea what's going on. That's right. Uh, hey, Ralphie, good to see you, Sandra. Thank you for joining. Hello, us welcome everyone. Welcome yeah. wherever you're coming from. Welcome, Mind yeah. Valley friends. Welcome, yeah. Meetup friends. Welcome, YouTube and Facebook friends. We love yeah. having you here. And um, yeah, ask us any questions that you may have. And sorry, Rafi, to hear you're feeling really stuck. We're gonna talk about this. And yeah, maybe you, maybe what you might hear might be helpful. Um, I I always encourage everybody to just sort of you know uh, listen with an open open mind and an open heart. Right? Absolutely. Listen. Don't listen to confirm what you already know. Look for something fresh and new. And yeah, you, there might be stuff that you've already heard before, but maybe in a different way and Absolutely. um so it uh, but anyways like um so a week's gone by um last show was pretty good too eh it um uh, got a lot of attention i, I love that a eh? canadian accent oh <laughs> <laughs> you got caught <laughs> i well what about i i can't change like like you have you have this interesting it's, it's, i think it's very cute actually i love it i have, oh. I, have a, I don't know what kind of accent i have but i hear the new york accent a lot turns out yeah. a lot of new yorkers here yeah in brooklyn in brooklyn <laughs> funny how that works eh? yeah. 
Yeah, so welcome everyone. So happy to see everyone here. What a topic that we picked. Stuck. What a topic. Who hasn't felt stuck in their lives before? <laughs> it's too bad I don't have all these children's yeah. hands to go oh, up, right? No kidding. No kidding. Yeah. And no, it's, it's um and in the moment, and in the moment it feels it feels like there's no way out, right? When you feel stuck, you feel like there's no way out. Yeah. And we're here to tell you that there is a way out. There always is a way out. Oh, right? oh totally, totally. There, there, there's it, the, the biggest problem, um, you know, not the biggest problem, uh, you know, I got to watch, I got to watch my language sometimes, you know, like it, 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 we could ex exaggerate a little bit, but it, it feels in the moment over, like it's just over, like you're up against the wall. You're like, it feels unattainable in the mm -hmm. moment, always in the moment. Right. But when you reflect back, like, like, and, and I've known you for, is it going on two years now? I think more like three. No way. <laughs> I think so. 20, Actually, 20. It, feel, it feels like I've known you for longer, but I that, don't know. Maybe, maybe almost two. No, you're right. I don't yeah, know. It's all yeah. a blur. <laughs> but, you know, we, we shared a lot of things in the beginning and, and I remember, you know, the transitions that you were going through and, and, you know, mm -hmm. and reflecting back on my long history, <laughs> but like er, at every moment that I re remember that, I don't know how I'm going to get past this. I just don't know mm -hmm. how I'm ever going to get past this. Well, here I am today. I got past it. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I couldn't, I can't go back and tell you exactly what I did to get through it. But I'm reassured that no matter what seems to be the, the worst case scenario, I seem to get on the other side. And, and we all have that. And I think if everybody just reflected back on their past to all those moments where it was the worst case scenario, it was the, you know, the very fact that you're here today watching our show, and thank you very much, um, is a testament to your own inner resilience. And willingness to and see yeah. through it, right? Willingness to to try and start doing things a little differently. Absolutely. And listen, I, I do want to speak to something like because when I, you know, so I'm I'm trying to really stay out of my head for a second and think about when I hear that question, are you still feeling stuck? What what does it bring up for me? Mm -hmm. And for me, it brings up circumstances, right? Those circumstances in which I feel like it doesn't depend on me, right? My circumstances are crushing me. My circumstances are limiting me. The circumstances are not changing, right? And when I go down the rabbit hole, right? Like, it feels very disempowering, right? So yeah. what I would like to do is to look at, look at this in a couple different ways, right? Let's look at the circumstances because I, in my experience telling people that they need to focus out of the circumstances and focus onto themselves mm -hmm. right away, it doesn't really click, right? No, 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 you're right. It doesn't because the circumstances may be very difficult. There, there are realities that are very difficult and, you know, suffering is reality for some people, right? 
it's not always true, but there are moments in which that feels very thick and it feels very disempowering, right? So what I want to say to that is that there are absolutely moments and circumstances in which you feel very stuck, you feel very powerless, right? Especially when it comes down to uh, finances, health, someone that you love that's really ill. That happened to me with my first husband who ended up passing away. I cannot really recall any other moment in my life where I felt more powerless than yeah. in, in, in yeah. those moments where yeah. some, someone that I love deeply was very, very ill and was dying, right? So those, that's real, right? We don't want to say that that is not, there's no truth to that. No. But what we always help you see is what you can do about it and how can you how can you live through the circumstances in a more empowered way, right? Exactly. And there's a difference between acknowledging that something is really difficult and sometimes really impossible too, right? Really impossible. There's a difference between acknowledging that and then, and then you know, stepping out of it and asking yourself, what can I do? What do I have the power to control now? Mm-hmm. And looking at a situation and rehearsing it. Right. I know we use the word word rehearsing a lot. So I want to explain that a little bit as well. Right. When we talk about rehearsing, we're really talking about the thinking, going back to the thinking and obsessing in your in your mind and in your thoughts around the circumstances and the situation and like reliving all these scenarios in your head is rehearsing them. Right. Yeah. The rehearsing can be, you know, the initial rehearsing can be really good and helpful in processing, right? But there's a point where you, you, you must step out of it to see what you can do about it within your own power, right? If you continue to stay there and rehearse it, all you're doing is you're recycling your feelings, right? You're recycling you're, yeah. feelings of yeah. resentment and anger and fear and feeling disempowered and feeling that you have no power in these circumstances, right? Yeah. Which is, which does not move the situation, right? Does not change the situation. So once you're able to validate that the way you feel is real, it's valid, is understandable, right? Now, what you can do is start looking at it from a different perspective. Yeah, right. and and there's a couple of things that that are that are are not necessarily helpful in the moment, um, and and everybody everybody knows that everybody sees that in in you. Like you, others will always see things that you won't see because you're in the thick of it, right? And so they have the luxury of of being outside, and they and they look at it. And and as much as they are 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 there for support and think that they are doing the best, you know, even though you know in the beginning I said, um, you know, you're, you know, realize that you will get over it. Well, in the moment, that's probably the last thing you need to hear. You don't need to hear that. <laughs> like, yeah, it's very oh, don't worry, don't worry, yeah. uh, Fatih, you'll you'll get over it. You'll get over it, right? Where do I punch you? I had those thoughts so many times, especially, you know, you, you will be surprised, but people really do that with grief when someone's grieving Yeah, and it's, it's very triggering. And those are the moments where, when you're grieving someone that you love, like, yeah, yeah. it's like, you only move out of my way because you will be punched. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Because, well, 
the one thing that I've found, uh, you know, living living in that process and then reflecting back, okay, you know, the experience is that it's a very personal experience. Nobody, nobody, I don't care who you are or how close you are to the individual, cannot have that same experience. So it's a very, so very not. individual. So do so do even, you know, as much as you, you know, are there to really, you know, you feel like you're being helpful and all that. Again. To say, you know, oh, you'll eventually get over this or, you know, you're a lot stronger than you think, you know, all, this, all these other things that, <coughs> excuse me, sound good. It's not necessarily what the person needs. Right. It's not what the person needs, right? And that's such a good point. And also for the person that's on the receiving end, always, always remember everyone's acting from from their level of understanding in that moment. Right. Absolutely. So no one's doing it to hurt you, even if it feels like a stab to your heart oh, yeah. in that moment. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No one's doing it to hurt you. That's that's the best that they can do in that moment. Right. Yeah. So that's that's a very first part. When you feel stuck. It's important to to acknowledge it, recognize it, look at it, right. and have like, compassion towards it, right? Like what 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 is stuck, right? What like is for stuck, me, stuck? it's like go ahead. Like uh, I was gonna say, like for me, being stuck is 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 getting really personal around the, the position that I'm in right now. That there's there's a, a series of feelings that are going on there. There's sort of like this this um, um, I want to be someplace else, but I'm not. Mm -hmm. So, so I feel stuck. I feel frustrated that I should be someplace else. So there's a lot of mm -hmm. clues in my own language mm -hmm. about the should or I need to, right? So when my reality is not matched up with what my thinking is, then it creates a feeling of stuckness. Like when it's up with what I think I should be. Well, I mean, it, it very much is in the thinking of not not seeing a way out, right? And you can be stuck in so many different ways, right? If you can be stuck because you feel stuck by your circumstances, or you feel stuck because you can't take action, right? We'll get into that in a minute, right? There's different kinds of stuckness, right? You can feel stuck in your emotions, right? You can feel stuck uh, and you not know why. Right. I'm just stuck. I just cannot change my life. My life feels like blah, but yeah. I can't seem to be able to move it. Right. I can't seem to be able to move the needle one bit. Right. Yeah. And there's 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 a lot that we can speak to there in terms of what causes that. Right. Oftentimes there's work of clarity that needs to be done. Right. Uh, you need to look at the motivation. You need to look at what what is it that you're working towards. You know, there's there's a lot of different things that you could be looking at. A hundred percent of the times, there's a conflict in there, right? Mm -hmm. There's some sort of conflict that keeps you there. I really want to do this one thing, but I cannot take action towards it, right? Yeah. So when you when you have these opposing desires within a, the same situation or circumstance or the thing that you're working towards always remember that's a conflict there's well, one part of you that wants one yep. thing and there's another part of you that's protecting you from something else that perhaps you need to be looking at you need to be you know like reflecting on journaling on really being honest with yourself doing doing the work 
right? Frankly. But there's there's another that. aspect to that. Like what what I heard you when you were saying about um, um, you know, wanting to do something, right? And feeling mm -hmm. the struggle and feeling being stuck. That that needs to be analyzed in in, a, in an open way, because the, mm -hmm. there's another possibility that there's a reason why you're stuck. It may not be, you know, it could be, a, you know, your wisdom sort of like having that little bit of an internal struggle around. It may not be the best place for you to go or the the right decision, right? Because um, I, you know, I found that, you know, there are less decisions when you're following your heart, when you're following your direction, when you're following your intention to make. Mm -hmm. It's only when it's in conflict with, with something that's going on. And it's like, okay, so why, why am I at a crossroads right now? That doesn't make any sense. Like, I'm, you know, so it, it's worth exploring that from that also aspect. And, and the fact that, you know what, maybe it, it also could be telling you that that may uh, to step away. Like you're too close to the situation. You're too close step to the away, problem. Yeah. To see right? it in a different way. Yeah. yeah well, because as you step further away, you see more of the picture. Absolutely. Right. And you know, the, the other thing that I want to say, right? So a lot of times there's conflict within you, but a lot of times the conflict can be on the outside, right? It could be, could be like, social conditioning or social beliefs that, that are in conflict with what you truly feel, right? Yeah. It could be your spouse that feels very differently about a certain situation than you do, right? And you're trying to meet them in the middle, but then that creates conflict within you because you have, you want something different, right? So the conflict can also come from the outside, right? Come from some of the beliefs that we have about ourselves that came from conditioning, that came from experiences. I mean, we talked a lot about limiting beliefs in the last couple episodes, right? Or what we believe to be true about ourselves, right? Yeah. Yeah. So there, when, when you, so I would say, you know, the most important thing that you can do is really start looking, like turning that finger instead of focusing on the outer circumstances, right? Which we said, the only useful Part of that is to re-acknowledge how difficult those circumstances may be, right? And there's nothing else that you can do from there other than just turn the fingers towards you, right? Turn it around and ask yourself, what can I do about this? Because what can I do about this is an empowering question because you're asking yourself, where, where is my power? Where can I actually shift the needle here, move, move things along, yeah. right? But when you focus on what's outside of you that you have no power to control, no. then you feel disempowered, right? So it's useful to acknowledge it. Yeah, you feel disempowered. You also feel, you know, that's part of the struggle because again, like you're, you're pointing to, it's, it's unmatched to what's what, what you think, right? So the outside circumstances are just that. They are outside circumstances life is just flowing by right life is just flowing kids by, are chaos yeah. kitchen sinks are overflowing waters you know it like stuff is always happening so we're always experiencing those circumstances experiencing life through the level of our thinking in the moment right mm -hmm. so so you know part of what i i do as a, as a as sort of as a rule when i feel i'm stuck or i'm feeling frustrated 
I kind of have this, first of all, you have to notice it, <laughs> right? Yeah. So there's that, there's that observer state, right? So you have to have that conscious awareness that, oh, Jesus, I'm really feeling stuck right now. How much of that stuckness am I contributing to? Mm-hmm. And again, it's an in, inward <laughs> discussion. And, you know, and it's sort of like, okay, I need to, I use my snow globe metaphor, right? I got to stop shaking the snow globe enough to get clarity. I have to see this. That's the starting point, really. That's the starting point. The starting point. Like, I think what we spoke to, you know, like recognizing, acknowledging the circumstances and having compassion towards them and towards ourselves is one step, right? And, And then calming your system, right? Getting that outer perspective, like getting out of the situation, right? By calming your nervous system, because if you're plugged into the situation and all the triggers and the thinking that's making you angry and mad and feeling disempowered, there's there's nowhere to go. Your, your focus is very narrowed in that moment, right? So really calming down, right? And then there's the inner work and the inner work very much entails, it's very subjective, right? But it's yeah. a work of clarity. Clarifying, it's, it's, right? It's, it's clarifying, yeah. yeah. Clarifying. Well, okay. What's the situation? What's happening? Is there a block? Is there is there some kind of conflict within me? Right? What is keeping me stuck? Right? Oftentimes, what keeps us stuck, especially in situations where I really want to do this thing, but I don't really ever make it happen, is lack of taking action. Right? Lack of motivation. Right? Lack of even believing that you can, right? You don't even believe that you can change things, right? Mm-hmm. So those are all things that when you do the inner work, you will be looking at, right? What yeah. could increase my motivation? What could, why, why am I not even motivated to do this thing? Right? Well, that's a good question. See that, so I'm just going to bring up Don's question here because um, um, what he's saying is it seems like I don't take any action or I procrastinate, right? Which mm-hmm. is so common. Right. It's so, so, common. so common. I I, uh, I mean, it's a natural response too. like, you know, mm-hmm. I think we've all felt that, you know, I don't care how how um, coach like or, you know, who you are in this world. I am sure that there are things even Elon Musk. Right. You know, might might procrastinate or not take action on. Mm-hmm. But it but part of that is and I, I believe, you know, they have a higher understanding of the importance of clarity, right? And like you're pointing to, okay, the reason why you might not be taking action is because not not that you don't believe that you can't take that action, but if you really, really wanted to do it, you would be doing it. So there's a lot of things in there around, you know, um, your desire to, right? So I know that I am very- Motivation, yeah. I, you know, I'm very, very motivated to do, you know, when I'm on the learning the piano, I'm very motivated. When I'm woodworking, I'm very motivated. When I'm, when I'm being creative, I'm being motivated, you know, Um, I look forward to, you know, there are things that I like, like the show and coaching, very motivated, right? But there are things that, oh, man. Do I have Doing to do the laundry, laundry, folding clothes, the dishes in the dishwasher, <laughs> right? I do the I things that we don't love, right? All, all those, all those things, right? Yeah, yeah. But I started to look at it from a point of not that they're separate entities of my life, 
but they were part of my life. So I, I put doing laundry and doing dishes as, as part of, as opposed to, you know, something that, that isn't part of, and therefore I don't want to do it. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's really kind of, it's a bit of a reframing. I actually have a really good trick for that one because those are not things that I enjoy doing as a single parent, full time yeah. single parent. I have to do that a lot. Yeah. I just listen to amazing podcasts while oh, I do it. Yes. You know, that's, oh, yeah. it's or, like or, it makes or, it, or, I don't even think about it. So one of the tricks is actually to kind of Jedi mind trick your brain yeah. to stop it from thinking about rehearsing all oh, these dishes or, you know, oh, the laundry or like, mm, I gotta, you know, like do this paper for work that I hate, right? So that's part of the things that we have to do that we don't have that much motivation to do, right? But sometimes we don't take actions on things that we feel like this is my passion. I started this business. I really, really want to, I believe in it. I want to get it going. And then we don't take action. Right. Mm -hmm. So the, the being stuck and like procrastination and all this stuff is a very common thing that we coach oh. on, right? Oh. As coaches. Oh. And oftentimes when you start really looking into it and start digging, there is that conflict that I was talking about, right? And oftentimes the conflict is somewhere deep in your subconscious, right? So it can be, I want to give an example so that people know what we're talking about. It can be like, I really want to start this business, but there's a part of me that doesn't feel super confident that I even know what I'm doing, right? I really want to start this business, but and these are the trickiest ones, right? But if I do, then I may not be able to spend that much time with my children. What am I going to do, right? Like, how am I going to figure out child? So oftentimes those buts are not things that we're aware of. They only come out as the person gets coached and starts really digging a little bit deeper into why am I not, what would it mean, right? This is a really good question, actually. Oh, totally. that's, that's what would it mean if I actually took action? What are some of the pros and cons of me taking action, right? Yeah. How would my life change if I had this business, right? Do I have the belief that if I have my own business and I go full in in it, it's going to take over my life? I'm going to be working like endless hours, right? Because people have all sorts of beliefs, right? So it is all really a work of yes. checking yes. in yes. with your beliefs, checking in with your values, checking in with your priorities, right? What are some things that matter to me? What feels like a what what feels like it's being threatened here, right? Because we have these different parts in us. This is a little bit of a coachy talk, right? We have these different parts in us that are in charge of protecting different areas of our lives, right? So when one part gets really bold and ambitious and really wants to pursue something, there's another part that comes knocking on the door if you lose sight of what that part is protecting and is like, wait a minute, what do you mean you're going to start this business? Does that mean you're not going to be resting, eating well, sleeping, what's going to happen to the kids, whatever it is, right? It all happens on a subconscious level though. Right, like we're most often not really aware of that. We're very aware of the loudest voice, which we're, is the part of you that wants to pursue the not, agenda. Not only right? are we aware of that voice, but a lot of us are addicted to that voice. Addicted to that voice, yeah. Right, yeah. you know, it's yeah. like, it's like, 
you think it's a guru telling you we really believe it we really it's a guru we really believe that voice we really it's like a room of children screaming and one is the loudest (laughs) yes and we really believe the loudest voice in our head and sometimes the loudest voice it's always there to protect us but sometimes the loudest voice is not the wisest voice well one thing it can't tell reality from reality right it can't tell what it's making up in illusionary is part of that reality right so because because we're you know it's an inside out right we're projecting Mm -hmm. our current real like if i was to hold up or even the word lemon right if i was to show you a picture or pretend to tell you you know you're holding a lemon in your hand right and you're cutting that lemon and you're about to take a right you're like my my mouth is starting to fill up with water right there's no lemon the mind can't because it reacts on memory right it looks at patterns so right away it's projecting into oh there's a lemon here no there's no lemon there's no lemon you're projecting all those lemons in your life constantly (laughs) do you know that there there is no future, right? The way we speak about the future, I want to take a step. I want to start this business. And it usually starts with the butt, right? And we need to get behind our butts or in front of our butts, right? We need to stay in front of <laughs> our butts. Which is not the butts, is like B-U-T, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's, but because so, after the butt kills everything that's in front of it, right? And start using instead. Go for and, it. And, and right, right. And, so, and so regardless of what you think is going to happen, you have no idea. The best you again, the best you can do is what accumulated information you have and stored in your little memory, right? Your past experiences, all that kind of stuff. Yes, very valid, but it has no, no dictation or no um reliability in predicting a future so when it comes to you know it's like oh i'd love to do this but i don't know if i have the time well guess what i don't know if i'm good enough or Or i don't know if i'm gonna succeed how am i ever gonna get this done i was just talking to uh to you before i came on and i was saying I, i had a client text me just recently that was saying that um their assignment last week was to let go of agendas, let go of planning, right? Was to set yourself in a direction, right? And take a first step. That's the only step you need to take. That's the only step you can have to take, right? Is the one that's in front of you. The one step, yeah. And then after you do that, the next step will come and the next step. Well, this he phoned me and said that, you know, you're not going to believe this. You know, he... Um, he started to take a step. Next thing you know, he's got some person contacting him for an interview this weekend. He's got a per, uh, another one that uh, contacted him and said, hey, I've heard about your story. I want to do a, a documentary on you. Um, I think I think it's uh, something that people need to hear. And I said to him, I said, did you plan that? He said, no. No, you did. I said, no, you didn't. All you did was you took you took a step in a direction that you wanted to that you intended on going right and there, and you started to say yes to all the things that were starting to drop in front of you 
as they were being right you set your gps so it was it's it, it was it just gave me a huge amount of goosebumps and and absolutely uh, yeah i mean it's it's really it's always it always goes back to the same thing right it always goes back to stop living in the what ifs stop yeah. living in the rehearsing stop living in in re recreating the past experiences right because frankly through the fear of something happening right yes. yeah. the fear comes from a past experience that now you're taking and projecting into an unknown future right and yeah. because the th the thinking is there because the fear is there guess what it's attracting that very same thought absolutely right? because well it's constantly equal, looking for it it's constantly equal, yeah equal vibrations attract right yeah. so because you are afraid of it you keep attracting it right one way or another so as coaches the reason why we always say we work on limiting beliefs and we really slow people down and you know and and, and tell them to stop you know living in the experience right yeah. calm down right and make a different decision even yeah. when it feels impossible to believe a different decision which oftentimes the belief the limiting belief is what's keeping you stuck all the things that you believe to be true are the things that are keeping you there not able yeah. to move right so it's it's typically the opposite yeah it's the opposite belief that you need to create for yourself right and it, it can really feel can really feel impossible to believe that because guess what by rehearsing that by believing it you have wired that thinking in right yeah. and it's it's oftentimes difficult to move away from something that's wired in because it happens on a subconscious level until you see it and you do something about it right? and, and it and it takes a few minutes like it's not an instant thing right it's you know like it's it's like with any thing you're learn you're learning something new it takes a little bit of a learning curve right like mm -hmm. you know like you just can't you know buy a piano and start playing it maybe somebody can but i i certainly can't right so there's there's some fundamentals and um and i know um nelson brought up uh, how how do you quiet hey nelson hello yeah. he's a canadian like you <laughs> on the other side of canada yes 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 he said that and so i was kind of like so part part of that is 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 the awareness of that you have that voice we all hear that voice right mm -hmm. Well, the fact that you can hear that is your consciousness, right? You are, you have that consciousness present that you can hear that voice. You can hear your thinking. As far as I know, I think we're the, probably the only creatures that, that we are able to, to um, ascertain anyways, at this level of our science is we can, we can hear our thinking, right? Who's hearing? Who's hearing that thinking? Right? It's that the observer. And if you notice, if you reflect back on 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 pointing the mirror towards that observer, you'll notice that it's very neutral. It has a view, a total neutral state. It's watching the shit show going on, wondering, <laughs> is he going to get that's coming in and out? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Which is why it's so so important. I, I feel like I say this in every episode to what? voice those <laughs> thoughts yeah. out loud, because when they're just kept in our thinking, 
They yeah. blend and they, they're blurry and they blend with other thinking that comes in. When you voice them, you're processing them in a very different way and you're hearing them in a very different way and you're isolating the thinking, right? The, the different thoughts, you're like separating them. When you have them all mixed in your head, it's all a big blur and it's very difficult to make sense of it and to kind of oh, stop. It, it, well, right? it's chatter. It, 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 needs to, it wants to go somewhere. The chatter wants to go somewhere. So Nelson, to, to answer your question, and I know we talked about this during our, um, you know, our mastermind sessions, to answer your question, just start speaking out loud. We're, and I know that may sound a little bit funny, you know, I, I'm going to look like a crazy bit. Do it when no one's around. Start saying it out loud. <laughs> you don't have to tell anyone that you do this. Trust no. me, it works. Start saying it out loud. The moment that you feel like a thought is just rehearsing, it's not leaving you alone, you're aware of it, right? Start saying it out loud. And once you start hearing it, you're going to be able to kind of coach yourself and hear it in a different way. And like sometimes be like, oh, that's a little silly. And but, you know, I would say 100 percent of the time, don't don't feel guilty or angry or dismiss it. Again, acknowledge it. It's valid. I hear you. It's valid. I get your concern. You sound very upset. Say that to yourself. Right. What can I do about it, right? What would be useful for me to do? So first of all, once you let it out, you're starting to calm down all the busyness. Well, that, and that's right? that's the key, right? That's, that's the key, key right? That's the key. You know, so yeah. I remember, you know, uh, a number of years ago, one one of the things I used to do was again, you know, practice the noticing. Yeah. And yeah. and and at first, I started to do that um like notice notice the thoughts that the train of thoughts right so i started to meditate a little bit and and part of meditation to to not to not to get any enlightened experience about it but just to be more aware of my thinking so i would start off really simple just i would count my breaths in and out and then i would notice that my mind would get distracted would drift and mm -hmm. As soon as I noticed that it would drift, I'd go back to the beginning again and see how far I, I could get counting. And then when it when it drifted again, right? And so I started to notice how busy it can be in there, even when you think it's quiet, right? Then the other thing was, was kind of sorting. I started to mm -hmm. sort my thoughts out. And I would literally, be, sometimes I'd be driving along and I'd go, oh, that's not helpful. Out the window. <laughs> it's like, I love that. I love that you can do that, right? I love that you can do that. It takes a little bit of practice, right? It, it also takes not dismissing it. It takes acknowledging it. Well, it's You're there. there. I see you. I, I hear you. you. Can you please move to the side? Move to the right? side. Get move out of the to the side. I'm on my way someplace. Let's you hear. Know. Let's hear somebody else. It's kind of like a school of children. You gotta kind of teach them to take turns, right? Sometimes you're so busy <laughs> in your head that it's just all coming in for all different directions. I find in those days, I don't, I don't, you know, I find it useless to just be angry at it and like feel like, oh my God, I'm in it again. Like, how can I possibly be like this? I'm a coach, right? I had those moments when I first became my coach. I'm like, I can't have any of this thinking. Yeah. How am I going to coach anybody else? Like I had very disempowering thoughts like, like that, right? 
And guess what? They kept coming in. And so the only way is to be, I see you, I hear you, and your concerns are valid. Yeah. Let's hear from some of the other thoughts. Let's just calm our system so that we can come up with. Well, you can hear something. A solution, yeah. right? So we can hear something different because hearing, there's no way out. You're never going to do anything. You're stuck. Your circumstances are not allowing you to thrive or whatever it is. What is that doing? What's, and that's a question that I always ask people when I help them get past limiting beliefs. What's, what do you have to lose? What's the outcome of you continuing exactly. to believe this thought? Yeah. It's the same exact thing you've gotten until now, right? Yeah. So let's just try something different. Let's experiment. Play with me. Explore. Play with me. Let's yeah. experiment. Let's pick something smaller if this is too big. Let's Take try to believe. Fruit. Yeah. What, fruit, right? what would happen if we believed the opposite? What would be the outcome of that? Let's find some evidence for that, right? So this is the limiting belief work, right? So why are we going there? Because because that's very much what it's entailed, right? When you're that's stuck, when, when you're you, stuck. you're not going to get unstuck unless you do something different, right? Yeah. So trust us that the, the answers are within you, that the answers are within the work of yeah. reflection, journaling, looking within, asking powerful well, questions. And here's, That's the, here's a Canadian is. metaphor for you. Okay. Okay, go ahead. I know it snows in New York, but it, <laughs> it snows a lot in Canada, right? Okay. Um, <laughs> but when you're stuck in the snow, right? You, you see people spinning their wheels, spinning their wheels, right? I got to go faster, got to go faster, faster, right? But the secret to a lot of all, like, I think it, to all of it is to slow down, right? Is to, is to stop right so stop spinning the wheels stop spinning the hamster wheel right get recentered calm yourself down okay then gently move forward mm -hmm. gentle with yourself right so it's a slow spin right yeah yeah you may need a nudge here from somebody behind you pushing you off the snow drift or something but it's not it's not the fast spinning wheels that get you there Right. It's it creates not. a lot of friction, yeah. creates it's a lot of slowing anxiety. Down. There's um are you familiar with Elizabeth Gilbert and her mm -hmm. book uh, Big Magic? I I actually I haven't read it, but yeah, yeah, it's on my wish list. Okay. So in 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 her book, she talks about um that idiot <laughs> that we mm -hmm. are referring to, okay, who's got all the good intentions in the in the world for you, of course. Um, she says, you know what? that idiot was driving far too much. Mm -hmm. And then at one time I said, okay, you can be the co-pilot. And that wasn't enough. So finally she put the idiot in the back seat and said, look, that's where you stay. You can offer your opinions once in a while, but that's it. You're in the mm -hmm. back seat. Don't touch the radio. Don't touch the windows. Don't touch anything. I'm driving. And you know, and um, it's a it's a great book about sort of getting out of out of your way, getting unstuck because what you're you're stuck because you're in your own way. You're in your own way, absolutely. Yeah. So I'm gonna try and do a little techie thing because I want to answer this question from Don. Oh, you did, I did it. it! I did it! I did it! See, I have this belief that I'm not good with tech, but I just figured it out. 
Um, mm. Actually, I also want to answer the question Don was asking for Mind Valley coaches. I am a Mind Valley certified coach. Yes, we're Mind Valley fans. We love our community. Yes. Um, Ever coach too. Ever coach, absolutely. Yep. We that's where we met. Rick and I met at Ever Coach. I also want to say hi to Kimberly, who will be our guest in a oh, few yes, weeks. We haven't excited. set the date yet. Yeah, um, she's Kay Mansfield down there. Um, but I, I want to, um, we're very excited to have you, Kimberly, here and to have you on the show soon. Uh, and I, I do want to answer Dawn's question, right? So it's not, she's, she's, uh, it's not so much the thoughts as the associated stock feelings, right? How do you deal with that? So the way you deal with feelings, right? So the stockness can be caused by, you know, by the thinking, can be caused by emotions, right? Emotions that need to be processed, right? And in order to move things and to release emotions, you have to do emotional release work, right? In the form of what I just said, expressing those emotions, it can be in writing, it can be you having a conversation with an empty chair. Yes, an empty chair, it's actually a technique, very, very powerful technique. Nelson can probably speak to that. Um, in the form of expressing the emotion, right? Letting the emotion just kind of work its way out of you. Right, because yeah. when you repress and suppress emotions, guess what? What they do, they just stay there and they bubble up and they create an even bigger block, right? And they exactly. your the emotion triggers the thought, the thought is you know spinning your wheels, right? And it's not gonna go, it's gonna get re-triggered unless the emotion is being dealt with. So expressing your emotions is always a very good way to relieve the pressure, right? Oftentimes, most emotions can just be, you can be done with them after you have expressed them because it's just the need. We have the need to be heard and seen in that moment around whatever that emotion is. Sometimes that emotional piece needs to be looked at with the help of someone, right? Can be a therapist, can be a coach, right? Whoever, you know, is, you know, it depends on what the situation is, but typically it will be one of those two people. Well, if, right? if, if you're in that hamster wheel, I just want to add, add it at one point about the, the thought feeling piece mm -hmm. is from my understanding, okay, um, thoughts and feelings are two sides of the same coin. You can't have a feeling without a thought mm -hmm. and thoughts usually um, have feelings attached to them. That's how we notice them more. We notice more of our thinking from the feelings that we're getting. And so because we're always experiencing life through the feelings that are brought in through our thoughts, right? So from, from my perspective, okay, and understanding is that when I am in that mood or wherever I am, right, it just tells me the condition or the quality of my thinking at the time, right? Mm -hmm. And... Um, you know, it's like I, I heard this uh, the other day. I'm, I'm making a meme about it. Like you, you can't. There is no such thing as as love at first sight in a bad mood. Hmm. <laughs> so, and that's basically sort of this. You know, it's it, in tongue in cheek, right? Nothing good comes out of a bad mood. Like it, there's nothing good that comes out of being stuck. So it is about exactly what you're saying. Whatever process works for you, right? Mm -hmm. You know. Um, I have, I've done the lying <clears throat> teddy bear. 
that teddy bear got beat up pretty good. Um, but it's, it's, you know, just talking it out is a way of bringing it up to the forefront and mm -hmm. it loses its energy. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's, and when it loses its energy, it has a chance to dissipate. It has a chance to, to dissipate. Go. Yeah. Right? And, and sometimes though, sometimes if yeah. it doesn't, it's because there's, there's something else underneath, right? There's something totally. a little and, more complicated. And that's it's where a little bit of help helps, right? Yeah. It goes yeah. back to childhood. It goes back to more hidden stuff that you may not be able to, to do on your own, but 100% of the time, you can do something about releasing some of the pressure of that emotion by expressing it and not suppressing it yeah. and not, you know, shoving it under the rug, not pretending that's not there because all that does is just, it just finds its way out somewhere else. Right. Yeah. It, it, it just, it just creates discomfort. It comes in the form of depression or being snappy at people and feeling stuck right? Not being able to make, take action in your life in the form of anxiety, right? In the form of literal physical illness, right? When someone mm -hmm. chronically doesn't deal with their emotions, that's what happens. There's a lot of research and studies that are being done about this, right? So really relieving that pressure from your emotions by expressing them, to a friend, to someone that is able to hold that space for you in a safe way. Yeah. If you don't have that person, I would highly recommend looking to go to a therapist or to hire a coach. They can work yeah. with you on an emotional level and really doing this work of expressing it by talking to an empty chair, by recording yourself. Recording yourself is very powerful too, because what happens is once you watch it again, right? Once you watch yourself, I'm talking about video recording, you hear things differently, you see things differently, you process things differently because now you're the true observer, right? Yeah. You're not in it, you're not in the, in the noise, you're not in the static, you're out of it, you're just watching it. So I always tell my clients, give it a day or two when you're feeling good, watch it and watch what happens. And they always get more insights out of it, right? So that's the first step, right? The first step is managing our emotions around it. Because if you don't manage those emotions, guess what? Like Rick was saying, same side of the, the uh, two sides of the same coin, right? It's gonna trigger the thinking. And now the thinking is gonna keep, it's, they're gonna keep you stuck, right? So it's once you have dealt with this inner work, now you can start doing journaling, clarifying for yourself. Why do I, I wanna, why do I wanna achieve this outcome? What do I really want? What am I passionate about? Does it align with me? What would it mean? Where is it threatening some other things in my life, right? Really looking at it as in a holistic way, right? Because we do have all these different parts in us that are there to protect the different parts of us and of our lives, right? Yep. And even if we're not aware of it, they're there to run their own agenda sometimes. And that's when, you feel, when you're like at a standstill because yeah. there's two different things that you want and you're not quite aware of them, right? So clarity, and then, you know, once you have this piece of clarity, now you're good to go because now we can set an intention, you can create a plan, you can take action, you can really work on that motivation. What motivates me? How can I increase this motivation, right? How can I bring myself to do it? So it becomes very much just more, more of a, 
strategic planning type of work. It's very much what we do as coaches, right? We walk the person through all these different phases and stages, right? And you start creating a plan. And then 100% of the time, all you have to do is focus on one step at a time. What's right in front of you, right? You can make your big plan. You can know where you're going, right? But then also trust the process. Well, it, trust it's also, the process and, and stay within the small steps. Absolutely. And trusting the process and understanding that what we're pointing to when you're on purpose, when you're running from on purpose, right? There's less decisions to be made. There's less figuring out to be made. And, and you find yourself in less times in a, in a stuck situation, right? So um, when I'm not on purpose, it's, then it seems like, oh, the idiots jumped into the front seat again and and now it's looking for outside solutions it's looking mm -hmm. for things of things like that it would show up like oh i need to i need to have this done because if i could get this done then i know that will that will be the answer right mm -hmm. no never is never 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 is it's all for me it's always been slow down step away right what's the most important thing realizing that oh okay because because when you're on purpose there really is no decisions to be made i i used to tell in in organizations i said when you have that vision statement there's and, and you and and that's the gps right anything that comes in right oh wait a minute doesn't quite match i guess i guess we're not doing it <laughs> you know kind of really it's such, easier, such easier but if you're all over the map, right? Anything that comes into your radars, you're struggling with it. Does this make sense? Does this make sense? I don't know. Should I be doing this? But when you're clear on your purpose, when you're clear on your vision, right? Anything that comes your way, it's sort of like, does it support my vision or doesn't? So, it? Yeah, check it with that. And you know what? On this piece, such a yeah. good point you just made, such an important point, right? Because that's where the motivation and the driver is right that's that's what drives us to take action if we're on purpose yeah but there's but wait a minute right there's a little surprise there you oh. always have to check back with that purpose because guess what we're not standing still we're evolving right so if you Those created your vision yeah. five years ago be careful you may feel a little different about some of it right so the work of clarity is an ongoing work. It's not just when you're stuck. You mm -hmm. always have to check back with yourself and make sure, am I still on purpose? And is my purpose still the same? Yeah. Or do I want to kind of take it from a different angle now? Or does this not resonate with me anymore, right? Or, or sometimes, you know, if you have, I mean, if you're, you know, like a Mind Valley member, I'm sure you're doing a lot of this work, right? But sometimes people think that, they're on purpose and this is what they always wanted. And guess what? And then when they stop and they start doing this like deeper inner work of, you know, looking at themselves and reflecting and questioning everything, right? Looking at their values and where they came from, they realize, 
oh yeah, that was just what I always thought as a kid that I wanted because, you know, my mom or because sure. the teacher yeah. or because, yeah. you know, where I was Eventually, born or where I lived, right? Yeah. And yeah. it's like, and then, and then you're in shock because you're like, I don't even believe that. Now that I'm actually thinking about it and questioning it, I don't even believe that, right? So always be careful because even when you do this work of creating your vision, what, guess what we do, what the mind always does? Oh, got it, store it away, automate it, right? It's, it's put away. And that's so useful because if we had to every day think about our purpose actively, like we would not go anywhere, right? No, and, It's and very brings, useful. And that brings us kind of the full circle around the whole stuck piece, right? There's yeah. a reason why you're stuck. And it's because it, it, and it could very well be, right, that things have changed so much that that's not the direction anymore, mm -hmm. right? You, you had thought it was. And that's kind of why, where, you know, I've, um, I've taken several of Michael Neal's courses and um, um, one of the ones I, I, I got so much uh, value and insight from was uh, living a guided life. Mm -hmm. And it was about, um, um, it was a series of workshops that were, was really about setting your GPS, setting your intention, setting your purpose, whatever it is. So you're always, again, like you pointed out in the beginning, we're always acting at the level of our understanding in the moment. Mm -hmm. So when you're setting your GPS, you're setting it at that particular level, right? Absolutely. Yeah. As you grow, as you evolve as a human, right? You have more experiences, more different things, right? When you start to feel that things are starting to slow down or getting mucky or or you're getting stuck, I think the first place to look for is, okay, is my is my GPS still valid? Is my purpose still valid? Because again, like if if you're living a guided life, which basically means, you know, setting your GPS and looking for the next step to take, right? Then the providence always takes 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 control, right? So it'll reveal the next step and reveal it. It'll give you things that you would never be able to plan for. If you're mm -hmm. open, if you're open and, and willing to say yes. Absolutely. And, and let's remember what that GPS is, right? Guess what the address is. The address on that GPS, where you're going, is what you believe. Yeah. Your thoughts, your yeah. thinking, your beliefs are the address on the GPS. That's why we we just stress so much, work on your beliefs, just turn them around, right? Yeah. What do you wanna choose to believe? Because what you choose to believe is where your brain is going to take your reticular activating system, will start to show you all the reasons why your beliefs are true, right? So what are you gonna choose to believe today, right? And if, and if, if you're going, if you're listening to fatigue right now and you're going yeah but yeah but yeah what is behind that but right what is behind Stay that in front but? Of it. And, in and the other thing that i want to say the yeah. other thing that i want to say is please be okay with asking for help invest in yourself not just in terms of doing the work which is a time investment it, it, it's work it's called yeah. doing the work for a reason it's an investment in you and in your life. Yeah. Invest time in yourself. Yes. Invest time in self-care. Invest in hiring a coach 
Invest in hiring a therapist, whatever you're comfortable with. You're investing in you. The most important part of your life is you, right? If you're not investing in you, how are you going to invest in anything else? It's okay to ask for help. Sometimes it literally takes a couple of sessions. We all do discovery calls. Sometimes really seeing things in a slightly different way can completely shift things for people. Reach out to us. We'll be happy to point you in the right direction if we are not a fit. Invest in yourself. Ask for help. There's absolutely nothing wrong with asking oh, for it's, help. It's, because it's cheap, it is cheaper than you think it is. Um, and, and to Don's question, he says, you know, do you have a cheat sheet uh, we can look at for those times we feel stuck? See, um, and that's an individual thing too. And so, you know, I think I think from both fatigue, I, I won't speak for fatigue, but I know from my own personal you know, when people come to me, you know, it's a personal thing. It's a, it's what, because you see, I can never see you the way you see, right? So anything that's being developed is from your perspective, right? Mm -hmm. So it's, it's really understanding more about yourself, right? So the work is always within. So it, and it starts with <clears throat> awareness, it starts with desire, and then we put the tools and everything else that's, that, that's together tailored for you right mm -hmm. because let's be frank if if reading a book of all the i think a million different how-to books out there to be successful to it if that was the only thing that was in people's way we would have a lot more people successful absolutely right but I, so so i would say i love how you know it very much the cheat sheet very much comes from what resonates for you what absolutely. works for you but That's I'm going right. to say one thing that I feel like really works well for everyone because it's in the moment that we get we get tricked and we're not seeing it and we get in the rabbit hole we get in the loop yeah, of yeah, the reaction sure. right the thinking the feeling of feeling disempowered and then we react to that right and we can't get out of that loop in the moment any time in your life in any situation where you feel constricted in your body right Check in with your body. Do I feel pressure in my chest? Do I feel pressure in my throat? Do I feel something in my stomach, right? Am I feeling a little angry and a little, you know, like I'm being triggered very easily? That's your clue. That's your cheat sheet. That's your clue. Step one, cheat sheet number two, calm your nervous system in that moment. One quick way to do that, I mean, Rick has this ability to just sit back and like let his, all his thoughts go. I mean, listen, it's a lot of practice. Everyone and anyone can get there. I would say you're first starting. There's a couple of ways that you can do that by staying really present. You can grab something and really feel it, feel all of the ridges, start noticing all the details, really focus on something else, right? It can be tactile, it can be visual, it can be something that you smell, right? Even, so that's one even way. Even just counting your breathing for... for oh, exactly. Yeah. So, number two, breathing technique. Super quick. No one needs to notice. Breathe in, hold your breath for a few seconds. I always hold it for 25. I know, it's long. I When I do, when I coach someone, I ask them to hold it for 10. For some people, that's even too long. Hold it for five. For five seconds and then let it go and just really connect with your body and feel how your body is like That's almost melting down, right? Mel Robbins is three, uh, 
Yeah. Yeah. Three, four times, right? As your body calms down, and now you have slowed down, you know, the thinking. Now think about it again, right? What can I do? What can I believe? Just think about the thought that's coming in that you're obsessing over. What's the opposite of that? Well, right? and is, is it supportive or isn't it? Is it not? Is it making me feel like, did, did I just have to do a breathing technique to calm down? Exactly. The answer is yes. <laughs> it's not empowering. Okay. What's the opposite of this thought? How can I bring myself to believe the opposite of this thought? And if the opposite is too far for you, find a middle ground. It's all about compromise. See it as a relationship between different parts of you, right? You're looking, you for, need, you know, You're looking for something that's that's down and quick like and that's why you know i i i, I encourage people to look at the low fr hanging fruit like not to go mm -hmm. after the big the big the big one right it's sort of like you know grab whatever you can when you're in traffic and traffic's pissing you off right now notice that thought right mm -hmm. that's that's low hanging fruit right there mm -hmm. right? and when you get control of that one right the next one will pop up the next one will mm -hmm. pop up right mm -hmm. and then when it gets down to Oh my God, you know, whatever it is, right? You've all you've all had that practice already, right? And there's really no difference between the big fruit and the little fruit. It, it it's just your perspective. It's just what you're thinking. Absolutely. And listen, there's no way that we can coach everyone on a live show, right? Oh. But the one thing that is universal for everyone are these two steps, right? Noticing. Yeah. I'm triggered. I'm in a disempowered state right now. This does not feel good in my body at all, right? Slow down, calm down, right? Calm your body and now think, what can I think about? What can I believe now? Absolutely. It's going to feel more empowering, right? What really and the rest is the is, next step? Right? What really is the one tiniest next step that I can take? If the tiniest next step is to just slow down your thinking there's a lot of value to that because guess what you're doing you're now rewiring your brain to start doing this exercise of noticing and yeah. slowing down so that's your first step and once and trust me once you have accomplished that because again part of what we do our work is to redirect people right in our coaching sessions and guess what as you do one two three four five sessions the client starts doing it for themselves. And the reason for that is because as you notice and slow down, you notice and slow down, notice and slow down, if that's the only thing you do for the next month, you have wired that in. And now you're gonna do it automatically without having to do the breathing, calming down, right? You yeah. automatically know how to calm yourself. And, and then the rest is gonna come, yeah. right? And, when you, and you'll start to notice how things look different. Yeah. It's all the same, but it looks different. It looks completely different. And it's it just don't take a word for it. Please do yeah, this exercise in <laughs> one little step, right? We always talk about tiny steps at a time. Because yeah. guess what? It's one of those things that you open the, the gift and there's another little gift in it. And yeah, we can't tell you what's inside the next one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Until you open this one, right? One step, learn to kind of wire in this behavior, this sure. mental redirection. And then from there, there's a lot that you can do, right? But it, it's very subjective. 
that's you know that's that depends on the situation on the person right what they're dealing with what they're trying to change in their lives there's 100 of the times you can do this you can slow down bring yourself back to the present moment and yeah and then if you guys want to go deeper into this i'm doing a session i'm doing a coaching session group coaching session on friday 10 30 a.m eastern i'm in new york so all my events are easter time we'll go a little bit deeper into this uh anyone welcome to join with more questions uh even if you just want to pop in and tell me oh i tried that and i felt better yeah. We'd love to hear that and we would love to hear that did you see you you know just come and tell us on here too put it on uh you know on facebook on yeah. uh YouTube. youtube let us know because we yeah. want to know give us feedback we want to know that this has been useful to you or that's helped you yeah and thanks uh don for your comments uh we we really really appreciate that and thank um thank you for coming and uh yeah like us share us um subscribe to us all sorts of different ways uh, show your support that way um and uh, definitely uh pop in uh, with Fatih's offer uh for friday um and, and reach out to us we each have our links to all the things yep. that we do in the in the yep. notes in the caption everywhere yeah link tree it's got all our information so Everything's if you have any questions reach out yeah so. absolutely anyway another very full <laughs> uh, yeah another well and it's an show. important subject and and uh, and we'll probably revisit it uh, again some other Many time. times yes. i mean if there's the number one coaching question that i get is how do i how do i keep how do i move on how do i how do i get past this mm -hmm. right you know and whatever form that looks like um you know, we've talked about several, several ways how it materializes and forms. But other than that, thank you very much. I, I think, um, I think there's a, there was a lot of takeaways today. And yeah. I hope uh, people got some value. Please tell us if you have and uh, they have, they have gotten value. I know, I know. <laughs> Look at me. I'm like, Rick, they got value. You and I are awesome. <laughs> okay. <yes. Beliefs. laughs> I'm blushing. I'm blushing. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to end this before. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. It was a pleasure and honor to share yeah. this space with you. And I'm going to see you next week. I'll be in Estonia. Anyone, if you want to meet me in person, any Mind Valley friends, I'll be there. The Super Coach event. And if yeah. not, I'll see you back in New York a couple of weeks later. But I will be on. I'll figure it out. Okay. Always do. All right. Different background. Bye, everyone. Cheers. Thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate every listener that is committed to the journey of transformation. And if you found value in today's episode, join us for the next conversation as we take on a new topic every week. Subscribe to our podcast so that you won't miss any tips and insights. Your experience of the show means a lot to us. So please help us amplify our impact by posting an honest review. This action matters to us more than you know. You can find us on social media at An Honest Look Podcast and on our YouTube channel at An Honest Look. Bye for now. Ciao, ciao. And until next time. <laughs>